Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Well, that was certainly the most Arizona Diamondbacks way to lose a game we've ever seen. Welcome into the PHNX D-Back Show right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Monti, occasionally known as uh, a lost soul. Well, really, I have, I have nothing left in my life, uh, and, and I'm just completely crushed about what is happening with our baseball team this man next to me uh he used to be mr electric um, like I, the I power grid in texas now. when the when the temperature drops below yeah. 30 degrees yeah it's too cold it's too useless cold. useless useless no right energy now. uh the arizona diamondbacks were able to muster up some offense in this game but of course it was too little too late uh as as they just seem to do lately while they are struggling with everything they are going through right now this is been one of the hardest uh, streaks uh, to watch, I think. I mean, the, the, we talked about the Diamondbacks finding spectacular ways to lose in, in the Twin Series, and this game was just right up there with that. Uh, yeah. The Diamondbacks lose 5-4. to four. Uh, They were down 4 nothing for the majority of the game. Uh, I, I, I don't know what to say. The Diamondbacks were able to, to finally come back late against the Dodgers bullpen, which hasn't been great lately. They were able to put up four runs of their own, but only after the bullpen, Miguel Castro gave up one earned run in the eighth to ensure that the Dodgers, was it the eighth? Was it the ninth? Uh, I don't even care anymore. I really don't. Details are important, folks, but I, I don't care because I'm at a point where I just don't even know what to do in watching. It was the ninth inning yeah. that Miguel Castro gave up that that game, but um, I, I don't know if the Diamondbacks are going to win again. Like, huh. I know that seems overreactionary, but I, I don't I don't know. Do you know? Do you know? Do you know? Does anybody know if the Arizona Diamondbacks are going to win again? Uh, because this loss drops them officially to 500 oh. for the first time since April 7th when they were four and four. Uh, Damon, make Baxter go down the mountain. Yeah, we're good. In the offense. We good? Yeah, we should be good. All right. Are we back? Do you guys yeah. have back? Uh, the audio is dead. Yeah. I mean, why? Well, do you need to hear us talk really at this point? Uh, I hope we're back. Uh, yeah, I don't no, know. Yoshi, Yoshi got it. That was the, that was, it was part of the joke. Yeah, we were, exactly. We were quiet on purpose, just like the bats. Oh, but man. I, I don't know what to say right now. Uh, are, are they're saying no sound still? Do we no, are we good? Alex, We're good. Okay. Or, or Alex is lying to us now. All right, Alex. Uh, yeah. All right. No, we got. I don't, if they can't hear us, they turn their audio off at this point. I don't know what's wrong. 
Yeah, um, okay, we're back. All right, we're back. We've uh, been back. Thank you, Michael. We were waiting for so- somebody to back us up here with the sound. Look, uh, we we could go on rants that that have sound or don't have sound at this point. It's just incredible to watch this team lose in the way that they continue to lose. Yeah. Uh, building, once again, I think this is where the audio cut out on, but building on the positives, at least the offense was able to get things going late in this game, which is something we haven't seen in a very long time. Yep. Of course, we also have the whole Bally's curse thing. That's something we also addressed. Uh, they've won one game, I believe, since leaving Bally's. There, there's, there's just a lot of things uh, that you could blame right now for this. But, I mean, realistically, nothing is going right for this team right now. And uh, I think that that's the saddest part is to watch them uh, really just not only – you know, at, at at times come up short, not be able to get the job done, but also have just bad luck things happen to them. Like Freddie Freeman's, you know, ball just oh my just God. going inside of yeah. the third baseline and doing this weird like uh or and then Corbin Carroll also grounding out to end the game uh on an on a double play where that ball looked like it should have been uh foul, but Freddie Freeman somehow grabbed it while still uh in in play and uh they got the double play to end the game it was heartbreaking because we are trying not to let ourselves get our hopes up and we did we let our we we, we played ourselves basically tonight because the diamondbacks did get us very much uh back into this game and it did very much feel late like they had a chance brandon fought uh by the way was not very good tonight uh, oh. He got hit hard there in the fifth and did not last very long. Uh, his sweeper was not working, but he still get he still got some whiffs with it. Uh, he got five whiffs total with the sweeper, or five whiffs with the sweeper, eight whiffs total. Uh, Fott's line, he goes four and two-thirds innings, six hits, four runs, four earned, two walks, five strikes. No home runs, though. No home runs. I mean, we were going to go onto the Bet MGM Sportsbook app and put uh, bet, I believe, on every Dodger player to hit a home run. Well, I think, I think that was Damon's I, I was idea. ready. To, I was ready to put the house on JD I Martinez. Lost. Yeah, you did. My team <laughs> lost, and I lost all my money. This was the worst night ever. <laughs> it was pretty miserable. I'm, yeah, I'm, I don't know why that makes me laugh. But, uh, anyway, can we watch Baxter go back down the mountain because the Diamondbacks, once again, folks, five hundred. That's a sad. That's a sad. Yeah, that's that song, a sad. The, the tune of that song comes across very different when he's moving down that. Dark. Yeah, it really does. It's pretty dark. Um, again, uh, five hundred for the first time since <laughs> April seventh when they were four and four. Um, I don't know. Benjamin Hundley in the chat says, "How confident are we that this is a playoff team even next year?" I don't even know what they have right now. I mean, things things have really gone off the rails when we're asking questions like that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, this is this is honestly a very tough stretch where you can't even say that, you know, that that this is like one person's problem, right? Like, yeah, I mean, no. I, we all saw what happened with Paul Seawald, right? Uh, Paul Seawald came into this game uh, against the Twins and you know, utterly collapsed uh, in his first, yeah. uh, in his first save opportunity. It, it does. I mean, we're joking about the curse, but it really does. Like, it's inexplicable at this point. It's it's really hard to explain how they got, how it got this. Because like, the roster is not a great roster. I understand. Like like we've said multiple times, they were always going to kind of come back down to earth. Law of averages, all of that. But like, oh my, I almost choked on, choked on some toothpick. 
Um, <laughs> as Cogs is giving me shit for for rocking the toothpicks. That would be such a D box way. Yeah, that, that would be a, that would be. We a might have to retire the toothpicks. It was fun while it lasted. But Julio Urias tonight, four point six nine ERA, which is I, I want to say nice, but I'm not even in the mood to be childish right now. Four point six nine <laughs> ERA coming into this game, looks like an absolute stud. Looks like a stud. He goes out yeah. there against the Diamondbacks, and the Diamondbacks well, cannot yeah. do anything against him. Urias that, goes six was... innings, gives up four hits, no runs, uh, five yeah. strikeouts, one walk. I mean, one walk. Part of what I was getting at before my toothpick tried to kill me is that, like, they're the worst team in baseball right now. I don't, that's objectively the truth since July 1st. Statistically um, the truth since but, July 1st. But, like... Even the way they're playing, like even the worst teams in baseball weren't acting like this, weren't playing in this, this, it wasn't this sorry. So like, it definitely doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like, yeah, like Michael's saying, it's regressing to the mean and then there's whatever the fuck is going on here. Yeah. Um, it, it seems unexplicable, which is almost part of the problem because it's like, it's so inexplicable to me and hard to wrap my head around that it feels like at some point they're going to bust out of it because there's nothing, there's no way to explain what's going on. It's just a yeah. string of bad luck. And eventually they're, they're going to get out of it. Yeah. Uh, whether that or not that's true, we'll see. But um, it, it just feels like something weird is happening. And it's well, what the weird thing is happening is to be honest. And I mean, I know we saw some bad calls for against the Dodgers as well, but Adrian, like home plate umpire, Adrian Johnson was just flat out awful tonight, just flat out awful. And I'm sure his umpire scorecard tomorrow will show a glowing review of, of his calls. But what we saw today was just egregious. And, I mean, you could just tell that that batters didn't know where the strike yeah. zone was, uh, especially Diamondbacks batters. Like, Dodgers players seem to just still stay aggressive and not let it bother them as much as you could tell that it was taking the Diamondbacks batters out of, yeah. out of the game. Yeah, and I mean, that's a problem in its own right. Yeah, um, absolutely. But... Uh, regardless yeah like it's my thing with 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 umpires is always consistency i don't really care you can put the strike zone you can make it three inches wide for all i care as long as it's consistent i'm not gonna acknowledge mo tonight i refuse to even talk (laughs) to him during a dodgers series just like in real life when 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 he calls me and i don't answer his phone calls during a dodgers series um yeah i mean it was just bad it was was just bad it was bad behind the plate tonight but again that, that matters here. It doesn't matter for the 83 straight games that this team has lost. Like, it's you can only blame the refs or the umps so much. You can only sure. blame any facet of any of this all much because, when, like you said, when it's this bad for this long, it's more than any one person or any part of the team. It's, it's They everything. won seven games in the month of July it's and everything. have not won a game yet in August, and tomorrow will be the ninth day of the month. Hey, they had an off day. Let's be fair. Oh, tomorrow's one off day. That's true. Yeah, we'll be back. Don't be fair. <laughs> no, don't, don't be, be fair. fair. Yeah, no, no being fair. No being fair. In fact, you know, King Snake, we're not. Fun. We don't give a shit. That's that's who, who gives a shit. Who cares? Who cares? Nobody deserves it tonight. Were we going to give it to Christian Walker? Maybe. Were we going to give it to somebody? Carson that Kelly. Carson Kelly. Maybe he deserved it. Nope. Nope, not Alec Thomas for his, not only his pinch hit triple, which fucking ruled, yeah. but uh, we told the story on yes. the, on the account today. It, they, like, talk about like the greatest day for a young Diamondbacks fan. We were watching mm-hmm. as this young man uh, who probably didn't belong in the kids section of the autograph 
uh, area. But that's just an example of how savvy this young man was to get what I he mean, wanted. I mean, you're life. saying that like he's like 16 years old. The kid was probably like 12. I mean, he was pretty tall for a 12-year-old. Yeah, but he was know. young. I don't know. But anyway, uh, he was smart enough to see Alec Thomas approaching, and he, he decided, as, as, as Sean pointed out to me, just a baller move to throw the ball to Alec to sign. And that way he didn't, he didn't even have, give him an option. No option. No, Mr. Thomas, can you sign this? No, yeah, it's like, nope, Mr. Thomas, nope. sign that. There you go. Boom. Throws it to him. And you could see Thomas uh, smir- smirk a little bit. Alec yeah. liked that. Uh, and so as he autographed the, the ball, he put his bat down that he was using uh, in batting practice. And then he came over and uh, he proceeded to uh, sign the kid's ball and then walk away. The kid told him that he left the bat behind. And Alec let the kid keep the bat which was just an incredible move. I'm sorry to cut you off. Our show's over. Our show has been ended. Yeah, uh, Freddie Freeman here? came in the chat. He just fucking ended our, he ended it. Called okay. us. It's over. All right. Well, I Is mean. Is seeing you? We're not doing this show anymore. Uh, we both, Freddie Freeman has fired us from our jobs. I'm not. I We've don't. I, that's fine. I'm not. <laughs> I, re- I refuse to interact with Freddie Freeman and how well he's been doing lately. But Also um, left us a dislike. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that's that. That's fair. That's fair. I it's, understand. You know, it's rent free. I've, I've, I have never looked up a Dodgers podcast and left a dislike on their podcast. I can Not say that for a fact. Not one time. But uh, the Diamondbacks do deserve some shade being thrown their oh, way boy. because they do lose their seventh game in a row. Uh, and for this, uh, we, we're going to throw some shade. Let's throw some shade, Damon. Shady rates. Oh, like no blue light. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess there is a variety of shady yeah. rays. I mean, it shades me from the blue, red, ah. the blue light. All right, that's fine. I mean, I, get, I feel like that goes against the spirit of this. But I, I don't will allow it. I will allow I don't it know because I am not throwing rays. shade at you. I am throwing shade at the goddamn Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh. Are you you're going to get my hopes up there late in the game. You had me posting the Walker, Walker, Walker fucking song. You had me posting Cattell Marte dancing gifts. For what? For what? In what world did I deserve to get my hopes up? This man got his hopes up. Do you know how hard it is to get this man's hopes up right now? This disbelief in this team is so large. It's so unbelievably big that he got his hopes up. Damon's laughing over there. He got his hopes up. The words, we might be back, were fucking spoken in this very office. Are you shitting me that you're going to score four runs late? Let the bullpen give up one and then lose five to four. That was right on the music. Uh, I mean, I got. Yeah, I mean, uh, brother. I don't know what to say, but I am glad I have these shady rays so that when I throw shade, I, uh, I can block out the sun. For yeah, sure. I, you know, the, the, it's a whole lot of blue. And blue is my least favorite color. So I'm blocking out the blue light. Here's, That's a terrible opinion. Here's the thing. The blue is your least favorite color. We just played the Dodgers, dog. Yeah. That's what I was getting Get with at. it. Fucking, Come on, Damon. Fucking way to ruin my you bit, the, Damon. You were the one yelling about the umpires loving blue and hating red. I don't understand how you just forgot your own words fucking from like 20 minutes this ago. This guy stinks. Damon ruined the I'm bit. I'm going to throw shade at Damon now. Damon Can we start the, the song bit. again? All right. No, but I do have these sunglasses and you should. Here's the thing. So you don't uh, have to look at fucking Damon's face. That's right. Lock uh, it out with Shady Rays. 
Go get yourself some sunglasses. <laughs> That's a good way to overcome a loss. A little retail therapy, right? What better way to overcome your team uh, just being terrible right now than buying yourself something? And, of course, Shady Rays uh, makes gear built to last. If you live here in Arizona, you should have yourself a pair of premium polarized shades because uh, it's just silly if you don't. The sun is trying to kill you here. You know it. Uh, and you can shop the entire collection at their brand new location at Kierlin Commons. It's a full stop shop for all things Shady Rays. We've talked about their insane lost and broken replacement plan. I say that because no company should offer this kind of replacement plan. No company should offer this kind of lost plan for sunglasses. We lose our sunglasses all the time. Jesse's lost his like 15 times. I bet he, I bet he doesn't even have them right now. Uh, but if you lose or break your pair, even on the first day you own them, Shady Rays told us that they will replace them uh, with a brand new pair. No questions asked. They have your back long after you purchase. And of course, if you do not love your Shady Rays, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. No risk when you shop. Again, they always got your back. So exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated by five stars over 250, by over 250,000 people. Um and another great way to overcome a loss is illegal peats, mm, right? Oh boy, could we go for drown a, myself in queso? Could we go for one of those uh, buckets of uh, high noons? And only, only, our only bad part is that my tears will water down the high noons. Yeah, that's. I mean, they that's have, fun though. They have uh, buckets of five beers that are sixteen ounces for like fifteen dollars. Yeah, that math does not math. Yeah, that math, that math does not check out. But uh, I trust Damon on that because he spends Pete's. a lot of his time at Illegal Pete. So you can too. Check out their full menu: bowls, tacos, salads, burritos, everything you want. Uh, of course, piping hot queso. The chips, the guac, everything you need. Uh, and of course, a very, very strong margarita. And that's something we could all use right now. So uh, Legal Pizza is your go-to spot this summer. This summer, Stop by for happy hour, 3 p.m. to 8 p.m. every day at all 12 locations. Illegal Pizza, the go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer for 28 years. Um, I don't want to talk about David Peralta catching that, oh, God. that, that fly ball, but... Uh, I'm kind of disgusted yeah. by that still. I mean, it, it was There's the worst thing that ever happened I'm to me. By it, it, was, it was genuinely the worst thing I've ever experienced in my entire life. <laughs> uh, watching that the, happen. The, uh, again, like, no, legitimately. The joy. When we talk about getting let down, the joy that we all had in that moment of thinking no, that. No, you had joy. I, I was in pure disbelief because Carson Kelly hit a ball to the to a, to deep fly ball to let field. And I was like, well, there's no way this is going over the fence, right? And then it kept going. And I'm Just like, ah, going. but there's no shot yeah. that this goes over the fence. Yep. And then it was going over the fence. I was like, oh, my God. Nope. Carson Kelly hit a, oh, my God. Oh, fuck yourself, no, David Peralta. No, Respectfully. it didn't. Uh, Dude, and Benjamin Hunley has do this stats shit. in here. Uh, Peralta, Peralta is hitting 278 with seven homers, which right now seems like better than most of the Arizona I'd ha- I'd take team. that on the Diamondbacks right now. That's for damn sure. Um. And I mean, again, there's there was the video that played of David Peralta. There was like a welcome back David Peralta video that the Diamondbacks played. Sick. I don't know about that. Uh, I feel like he's Sick. been he's been back before, right? Yeah. I if, mean, if you trade him, fine. Shouldn't, shouldn't when he this, signs with your biggest rival, shouldn't this he's already dead to be me. done? He's I mean, dead to me. Didn't we already get over this? Like, shouldn't we just show the video one time and get past it? If you trade him to the Dodgers, by all means, give him a video. First yeah. Time, whatever. Yeah. It's not his choice he, to be traded. You trade him to a different team, and then he signs with i mean not bang on the table he signs <laughs> with the enemy 
Like, come on now. I think banging on the table is worth it. Over. <laughs> I think, I'm, I'm allowing it for this episode <laughs> and all future traitor. losses. Uh, He's a, a goddamn traitor. commie traitor. I love calling people commies. It's mm. the best insult. Well, then, what are your thoughts about Corbin Carroll appearing on Mookie Betts' podcast? I mean, hey, no, that's just two of the best players in baseball hanging out. <laughs> hey, Corbin was rocking the Coyotes hat in that interview. They uh, all, a hat that I own. They also were very coordinated with your color scheme. Yeah, that you the, like, I your was gonna style. Say, the way I'm dressed right now, I definitely look like I've done something wrong about 30 years ago. I yeah. don't know what in particular, but yeah. it was just uh, this is not a, a look the look of a man you could trust with these glasses and the shirt on. That's very um, true. But in general, they were dressed well. Yeah, they were dressed well. They they had the beige working really nicely, and they were discussing the Tim Anderson J Ram fight, which uh, has just. Left Tim Anderson looking really bad. I know we haven't talked about it a lot here, but and he didn't handle it well either. Like in that situation, if you get your ass knocked out on like on a national scale, you just got to put your hand up and accept what happened. Maybe you got to challenge a man to another I'm fight. I'm getting cooked out here. Is what but you, you need can't, to say. You can't be out here being like y'all got me fucked up. Like no. Like we don't. You need to just we watch you get knocked out. We don't have anything fucked up. And not only that, but he had the one thing everybody that is in this scenario could dream of, which is a bigger fight that happened that went way more yeah. viral than your fight. Just just own up to it, let it happen, and then we'll just have jokes all week long about you know, people getting hit with chairs and you get yeah. knocked out on the yeah, base path exactly. and then it could be over, right? Yeah, but, and also, Tim Anderson, he, you dropped the glove first. Like, you put your hands up first that and you lost. That was wild. That was wild. Like, just going full. The Yeah, the funniest, yeah, seeing that, I was like, oh. Full. Like, the best the best part of that entire video, in my opinion, by far, is the is the ump being like, yes. ah, yes. this is not something I'm going to be able to stop. Let me get my ass <laughs> up out of here. Y'all handle your business. I'm going to be over here where it's safe and sound. Uh, <laughs> and that was great. I respect that. And they talked about that in their interview. Yeah. We actually have a clip here from Mookie and Corbin Carroll uh, from Mookie Betts' podcast. The other day in Cleveland, Ooh. there was a brawl that went on. You know, when you're playing a sport, trying to feed your family, you're around the boys all day, every day for eight months. Things just kind of boil up. It could be anything, right? That was kind of crazy. I would have been the umpire. He started in there and he backed out of there. He was out of there quick. You guys can have it. T.A.'s my boy. He got eaten. You know what I'm saying? He just got got. We had a team meeting about it. Players only. We said if if someone gets knocked out on the field, there is no way that there is not a not, nothing thrown after that. No one fought after. You got to protect your boy, right? If there is a fight that breaks out with us, I love you guys to death. I'm just going to be pulling people out of there. So that's that's our agreement. If we ever brawl, we'll, we'll come hold each other back. <laughs> Truce. <laughs> man i I, uh, I need to see that show more often yeah I, and with those two guys yeah with those two guys i uh, i mean first off i didn't realize corbin had that in him like because you saw it in his eyes when he was like how does how, how are people not fighting after yeah, yeah, yeah yeah i didn't like, think corbin would be the kind of guy and obviously you see how the video ends but like i was just like Damn, okay. I thought Corbin be a little more of a pacifist, Here's but he was thing. like, nah. Yeah, because Corbin to one of my boys. Corbin does not come across as that kind of guy. No, at all. He does not. He comes across as a guy that would probably be like like the good guy yeah. in the situation, right? But 
Corbin Carroll is a student of the game. Yeah. And Corbin Carroll understands baseball. And that's why he is saying. Corbin Carroll is no, a competitor at the end of the day. Yeah, not no, lose. we need to fight. We yeah. need to fight in this scenario. Uh, I also agree about the umpire. And I also love the idea of seeing the Dodgers and the Diamondbacks fight one day. Only yeah, to you look just out see Mookie and, see Mookie and, and, and Corbin, Corbin just like each other. arms around each other watching from a distance. But, <laughs> man. Uh, I, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like that the team met about it, though. No, right. That's because everyone talks about like what's going on. In the and he said it's a players only meeting, yeah. too, right? So it's which, like they just wanted to like hypothesize. Which, like, I mean, to me, if that's as actually what happened, like, I think that is in some ways really encouraging, in some ways really concerning. But like, it, it says to me that like the vibes are good. Like, it doesn't seem like the guys are like there's something going on in the clubhouse necessarily, which is encouraging because you don't you hate for there to be going something going on in the clubhouse. It's it's uh, discouraging because it's like, if that's not the case, then what the hell is going on? Uh, but it seems like they're, you know, the vibes are still generally positive the amongst Arizona Nine players. Yeah, for sure. I, this begs the question, though, and this is the main topic that I need to discuss with you. Who here at PHNX are we getting in a fight for? For? Who is causing... to start a fight? Yeah, who is causing us to get in a bench-clearing brawl with say chgo or dnvr which one of these owen. guys are antagonizing i mean us? owen's a big shit talker owen is absolutely i'm a pretty big shit talker too the entire asu podcast yeah i you totri and shane shane is not doesn't tend to be as reckless with his shit talk shane i feel like but totri shane and sean could totri <laughs> see this is not like it's gonna come off as like some kind of disrespect and i don't mean it this way but like i will talk shit no matter what like at all times, Totri, like I don't, Totri's not talking shit to people's face. Like I'm not, which is not to say he's talking shit behind people's back. He, talk, he talks shit like, to my face all the time. Yeah, it's different. You're not going to fight him. Yeah, that's true. I am. Not like if I got him. something to say, I say it. Yeah. Um, oh, Michaela's a good people one. People in the chat are saying Michaela. I Michaela's was thinking, a good one. I was thinking Jesse. like Lindsay crossed my mind. Yeah. But then I was like, no, Lindsay's going to handle her own shit. Yeah, that's true. Right? We don't like need to Lindsay's, fight for Lindsay. Yeah, Lindsay's going to take off her shoes and whoop someone's ass. It's proven yeah. that Michaela can rile people up. Yeah. So. No, Michaela, Michaela definitely. That is a Michaela specialty. You're absolutely right. She could say yeah. something and people are grabbing their pitchforks. Yeah, no, oh, absolutely. I mean, to this day, dude, she's not allowed in Missouri, I'm pretty sure. Nah, I love it. Mac Mac gets me riled up all the time. It's like, it's she's good at that. Yeah. Uh, did, wasn't she Plus, involved with the bread argument? I don't know. I that was like, Lindsay and I with, yeah. but I will say like, and also getting to your point about <laughs> <laughs> getting to your point. There's a comment that's quite funny that we're not going to read. Oh, yeah. uh, no, there's uh, getting to your least. point about, about who we need to fight for. Like, yeah. like Mac is the kind of person where like. You know, she gets she gets under our skin, but if someone comes at Mac, it's like, yeah. oh well, you're not coming after fucking Michaela yeah, Perkins. Yeah, yeah, Fuck no, you. Uh, uh, we're we're going over my we dead will body. Fucking throw hands over my dead body in the in the war. Yeah, in those yeah. comments. Yeah. I was fucking me and her were there hand in hand. I, I mean, I'm not the kind of person that goes at people on the internet because I think it's a waste of time by and large. But like. I the biggest. Yeah. Coming from a guy who does it all the damn time. And David, <laughs> yes. David, I, I just go on through Twitter sometimes and David's just tweeting at people. I'm like, at least I'm aware of it. No, I just fights, said, yeah, just no, no. And he's, always, he's usually right. I like, so pick fights. Yeah, it's amazing. I respect it. And Mac uh, picks fights as well, but Mac is the kind of person Mac's not gonna fight. Yeah. yeah. So we gotta fight for it. I don't I don't know why, but I just wanna throw out there I would die for Petey. Oh yeah, you know? I, I, would, yeah I, would, I would. I would. I would die for Petey. I don't think we'd I ever need to fight for Petey. Yeah, 
but I would I would die for Petey. I would die in Petey's Mac is the kind of person who would talk shit on our behalves. Like she yeah, would talk oh, shit yeah. for PHNX, and then yeah. now I was like, now okay, now yeah. we all have to fight. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's that's totally accurate. I think but. Jesse would get in a fight. I think Jesse's starting fights. I think I think I would love to see Jesse in a fight. Just Jesse, like one you should time. see Jesse in the press box at PH or at at Chase Field. Yeah, he's just like spitting in people's faces, just being like, "It's wild, you piece of shit." Yeah. Let's fight. Like he's, it's like, all Jesse does. He's a very, he's got a very big ego. Yeah, and Jesse. Like, there's all these Jesse is a generally to him and he's just dislike, super rude generally disliked person and dislikes other people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and this is what generally we, I just don't like Jesse. Yeah, like this is the kinds of things we can say about him when we have him trapped in our green room and he can't respond right now, but he has to listen to us. But before we get to Jesse, I do want to thank you guys for being here in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe to the channel, sign up for notifications that way you don't miss whenever we go live. Leave us a thumbs up just to counteract uh freddie freeman's thumbs down <laughs> that he left us uh if you're listening on the audio podcasting side please subscribe to us there leave us a review we always appreciate the feedback most importantly sign up today to become a member of the phnx diehard community do it not only do you become a member of our family but you will get all sorts of great benefits the membership pays for itself right away folks i'm not even joking about that you get if you want a shirt you might as well be a member uh and if you like pizza then you're going to get a 50 dollars gift certificate yep. for that and you're going to get a 35 dollars shirt or a 35 dollars hat and that's pretty much going to pay for your entire and membership a little behind the scenes ph we are pumping up the diehard only content like it, it is coming hot and heavy now. It is. It, it we we gave it. A, we gave all of our content away for free for such a long time. We only locked Jesse's newsletter and a few other choice pieces of quality writing behind. But now we're doing more behind it. And but now now you got to be a part of this family to get all of this stuff. Today I had a chat on field. Me and this guy we talked to Tori Lavallo, uh, and that was die exclusive diehard only content in the Discord. Well, that's so every beat. Sure. Every beat is really stepping up the diehard only content. So Again, Petey, Petey's Petey's leading the way for yeah. all of us and that's i mean there's always been value of being a diehard don't get me wrong but the value it's just got became even it's becoming an even better deal it, day it, by day. we're definitely going to do everything we can to make sure you feel like you are getting the best coverage that you can get here in the valley and of course uh you get all of that wonderful stuff access to our members only discord lounge jesse's newsletter you get uh all that free stuff you get free discounts uh, or free stuff with our partners you get discounts with our partners members only uh invites to events members only merchandise and so much more so join us today uh over here become part of the phnx family and last of course make sure to sign up for bet mgm because if you haven't you're missing out on nerfy fridays and nerfy mm. fridays are pretty much free money and when i say that i mean you're either going to win your bet or you are going to get that money back up to 25 dollars. it's that easy all you have to do is opt into the promotion place a no run first inning bet on an, an, any mlb game that is what a nerfy is no run first inning and you bet no on the will there be a run in the first inning market if your bet loses but only one run is scored during the inning you will receive a bonus bet equaling your stake up to 25 dollars. so again especially with the way the diamondbacks have been struggling with offense lately can be free money. So get down on that on Friday. If you haven't signed up for the BetMGM app yet, use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our AZ audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details, and now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. 
Gambling problem? Better gambler. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-522-4700, Nevada. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Kansas, Nevada, New York, or Ontario. Cogs in the chat says, little known fact, Jesse has a kill count. Uh, <laughs> and then Condog backed that up by saying, yeah, Cogs is right, and it's not one? Oh, my God. <laughs> well. Uh, I think Jesse needs to. to yeah, to defend himself, defend maybe. Himself I don't know. Let's bring in this stone-cold killer himself. It's the one and only Jesse Friedman. Uh, Jesse, we got a little heartbroken tonight, and we tried not to get hurt, but the Diamondbacks still hurt us with this game. Uh, I, I, I know you try to stay kind of unbiased here but uh how how did that ninth inning go for you did you feel like things were finally shifting the diamondbacks way only to once again come up short well first of all i just want to make sure do you guys have any other accusations you yeah i was gonna say you weren't gonna give him a chance to clear his name to... <laughs> no i just wanted to move right past any kind of uh contract killer uh rumors that we might have heard about you uh hate assassin we were also talking about who we'd get into a fight for uh here at phnx the way that you know uh they were talking on mookie betts's podcast about having to fight against uh maybe maybe for some of your teammates and uh we're we're pretty certain that owen or michaela is the one that is going to get us into that fight yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I don't feel the need to add anything there. I think you guys, think you guys totally nailed that. Uh, as far as far as the ninth inning of this game goes, uh, D-backs made it interesting, right? Uh, you know, I guess they they kept people watching, um, only to only to to leave them uh, maybe even more disappointed at the end of this game. Correct. That's just sort of how things. Precisely, then- Jesse. Precisely. Congratulations. That's an astute observation on how we feel, Jesse. Just knew it was it, it was going to be trouble, right? The moment they started scoring runs in the ninth inning, it was like, yeah. all right, they're just they're just trying to add more heartbreak to the situation. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, I I think it was it was good for the Diamondbacks to at least show some signs of of life offensively. Um, I mean, e- even if they lost this game, like you don't want to see it. this team doesn't need to get shut out again, right? Like that's yeah. not that's not something that anyone wants to see at this point. Uh, it's already happened multiple times, I believe, in, in just the last 10 days. So Diamondbacks were able to escape that. They weren't able to get the win. You know, some people were not happy about the uh, ball four call to James Outman in the top half of the ninth inning. Outman was the guy who, who ultimately scored that, that fifth run for the Los Angeles Dodgers. He was driven in by Mookie Betts later in the inning. If you go back on game day, that pitch looked pretty good. Probably should have been strike three in, instead of ball four. Um but yeah, um, umpires are obviously never perfect. At the end of the day, the Diamondbacks didn't really do much of anything offensively against uh, Julio Urias. Uh, I mean, they didn't score any runs, right? Six innings uh, of, of shutout baseball for Julio Urias. He came into this game, I believe, an eight and one record against the Diamondbacks and a sub two ERA in his career. He has just really been a problem for this Diamondbacks offense over the years. And they just didn't really have any answers for him today. Um, I don't know if you guys have played the video or, or if we have the video, but there is a video uh, of Tori Lovello talking about what happened in those uh, front six or seven innings of this game. And uh, it was pretty clear that he was not too happy about what he saw from his offense uh, in that time frame. We do have that video. Here's Tori talking. I think we were just satisfied 
with what was happening. We didn't play our game. Um, just kind of rolling with what was happening. And that's not us. We play with intensity and energy, you know, and, and a certain a certain swagger. I haven't seen that in a while. And I saw it in my students. He did not look happy there, Jesse. That is probably, uh, I mean, that's probably the angriest, most frustrated I've ever seen him sitting there after a game. And and we've seen him after some pretty tough losses kind of look a little shell-shocked by the loss, but uh, he looks he looks angry there. Yeah, Tori obviously, you know, it is generally known for being the player's manager and coming out in support of, uh, of his players and, pretty much all situations, but you definitely hear a, a little bit of a change of pace there where he's basically calling out his guys for being content with what was happening offensively for this team over the first six innings or so. It's always hard for me as an outsider to gauge whether, you know, something like this, what Tori's describing is happening or whether Julio Urias is just like a really good pitcher having a good day and hitting a whole bunch of corners. And it's hard for anyone, no matter how focused you are, uh, you can't just sort of will yourself to, you know, four runs on seven hits or anything. That, that's not really how this game works. But yeah, I mean, that was that was Tori's assessment of of the situation is that the Diamondbacks were getting maybe a little complacent, um, you know, just kind of going through the motions offensively. They had one hit in a number of different innings. I think innings three through six, they had one hit, but they just weren't able to, to actually do anything with it. That guy was just left stranded on base in each of those innings. So uh, you know, good for the Diamondbacks to show some life at the end of this one, maybe build some momentum in, into tomorrow's game. But it seems like we've had a number of these games now where the D-backs lost but did some things right and, you know, maybe gave you some optimism for, for what could happen the next day. And it hasn't really translated up until now. We felt like the home plate umpire, Adrian Johnson, was very bad today. And obviously, we're not going to act like we're unbiased here when we're watching this game and feeling the way we are. But one thing I felt like I noticed after a while was there were some there were bad calls being made uh, for for both sides, right? There were bad calls uh, for for Dodgers pitchers, bad calls for Diamondbacks pitchers. Uh, it seemed to be a little one sided at times, but I saw some pretty egregious calls for you know uh, both in both directions, right? Um, but it felt like the Diamondbacks were just kind of being bothered by that more than the Dodgers were. Like it didn't feel like the Dodgers were bothered at all by the bad calls they weren't looking there was there wasn't discussion uh there wasn't i mean even like their pitchers at times had some questions but just as far as them being aggressive hitters at the plate uh i, I don't feel like they were you know they 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 were letting the calls get to them at times the way the diamondbacks were which i mean i know that's just a small thing and i don't know how much they were actually letting those calls get to them because i'm not i'm not them it just felt like in watching them, especially while Urias was in the game, that they were like they were bothered by him, and they were also by, bothered by some of the calls at the home plate, which uh, obviously didn't didn't help at all. Everything that they were going through and their struggles, right? But uh, they did they did wake up there a bit against the Dodgers bullpen, which has not been very good uh, lately, and and it was good to see, like you said, some life there. It was good to see something pick up, but that last play was was heartbreaking, Jesse. Corbin Carroll hitting into uh, essentially the double play to end the game, which didn't really even look like it was fair. Like, uh, it looked like Freddie Freeman was, in fact, standing in uh, the foul ground territory. But as Bob Brenly pointed out on the broadcast, 
as long as the ball was was fair, then the the player who caught it can be standing in foul ground. And uh, yeah, that just that felt like such an example of what the Diamondbacks have been going through right now, where it just seems like uh, they 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 they're close to figuring it out, but they just get some real bad luck when it comes to the big hit not getting through. Yeah, we actually have another clip of of Corbin himself talking about uh, about that play. I don't know if we have that that ready yet, but um, yeah, he basically is talking about what he what he saw there. And obviously, Corbin wasn't running out of the box immediately, which may or may not have, have impacted the outcome of that play. So you can you can hear what he had to say there. Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's no excuse for it. Got to run hard, hard out of the box, but. Um, you know, I guess taking you through my mindset, like I thought the initial bounce was foul, and uh, you know that's that's kind of what I saw there. Yeah, he, he fully accepts responsibility yeah. for it, and these are all the things that like will like these yeah. moments will burn into a young player's brain, and they'll never forget it. And hopefully, we'll see Corbin Carroll continue to improve and not make some of these kind of mistakes that we don't expect him to make, but. Uh, still also, we, we also expect Corbin Carroll to be able to like beat anything out. So I think that's the reason why mm-hmm. that that sucked the most was because yeah. you felt like it wasn't exciting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Corbin Carroll like could have probably, you know, at least given it a good, exciting, you know, uh, play there, but instead it was just kind of a fizzle, a fizzling out there at the end. Yeah. We asked Tori afterwards, you know, do you think obviously it's, it's hard to tell from the dugout, but do you think that's a play that, Corbin might have been able to beat out if he was running right out of the box and Tori wasn't sure you know he hadn't looked at the at the clip of the play or anything at that point yet but he did say he would like to believe so you know generally with guys who are that fast on a on a chopper like hard uh, you know so close to the first baseline you don't often see guys as fast as Corbin get doubled up on on ground balls like that so it's definitely reasonable to wonder we don't really have a way of of knowing for sure but I, I will say, you know, in, in Corbin's defense, as you heard there, he definitely take, took full responsibility for this. Yeah. But it is kind of an instinctual play. He described to us a little bit later in that conversation how whenever he, he chases one of those sliders down and in and he, and he rolls over the top like he did in that situation, it generally bounces right around the plate foul. Um, and, and, that, and it's kind of an instinctual thing, right? When you hit a chopper that bounces immediately, out of out of the batter's box essentially yeah if you think it's foul then i mean your natural instinct is not is not to run to first base sure um sure. And, and you don't have to like wait to see where it goes that that's just like an instantaneous sort of thing like you feel like you fouled off right at the plate it's a foul ball i'm going to regroup it, it would be somewhat ridiculous for any time you hit like a chopper right at right on the plate or around the plate that was foul if you just ran to first base out of the box every single yeah. time just to make sure uh, so you can understand why, like, yes, you you should run defer, you should sprint out of the box every time just to make sure. But this was kind of an instinctual thing where I think it was it was maybe hard to to expect that from him. So just unfortunate. Uh, obviously, he's he's a hustler. He's you know he's not the kind of guy who's who's going to be lazy or you know uh, try to cut corners in any way. He's he, he plays the game the right way. I think that's pretty clear to, to everyone at this point. And he just but didn't do it there. It's yeah. just so many moments, Jesse. There's so many moments like that in this game. I mean, just in this one game where like things, everything just went the Dodgers way. The Mookie Betts 
you know, yeah. the Mookie Betts hit that just eked inside of the third base. David Peralta making the greatest defensive play we've ever seen him make in left field at Chase Field before. <laughs> to Rob Carson Kelly. To Rob people. Carson Kelly, you monster. Carson deserved that dinger. My uh, God. I'm not, well, I mean, not going that far. Come on. So he deserved it. It was uh, on, on StatCast. That was a homer in 20 out of 30 ballparks. So, well, I'm not saying it, I'm not saying it wasn't a home run. I'm saying to say that Carson Kelly of all players just deserved. He deserved it. He deserved it. He needed it. Um, Elise says in the chat she made a good point. Uh, scroll back up there, Damon. Uh, she said we're going to finish the year like one game out of the wild card and look at back at games like this and think what could have been. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm feeling that way, and I don't think it's just this game, or I don't think it's just this seven game losing streak. I think. We were talking today about all of those series where the Diamondbacks could have completed a sweep and just couldn't get that last game. And there was just like that one, you know, that one elusive win that they couldn't lock down here and there. But it was okay because they were winning enough back then at that point that it just kind of was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, this is I mean, what 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 do we expect? Jesse, the Diamondbacks are 500 for the first time since April 7th when they were four and four. Wow. <laughs> That's just, That's I mean, I know you aren't here for it, but Damon, play Blackster going down the mountain. Jesse's going down the mountain now. It's <laughs> Absolutely disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. But um, I imagine uh, without asking, I imagine the mood in the uh, clubhouse was pretty somber. And uh, I mean, I don't know. You asked Tori today. Uh, a, a kind of a fun question, which we do have the clip um, of of talking about how does he get past this stuff? How does he spend his off day to to uh, to get away? And he gave us a funny answer, and then he gave us his real answer. But here's what Tori had to say about Jesse asking him, you know, what does he do to get away from all of this going on right now? Do you do personally during times of the year like this that are harder to just kind of get away and just sort of maintain your sanity and um man i can't really tell you what i did yesterday because it involved some um alcoholic beverages right (laughs) so adult beverages um that's not the right answer i don't want youngsters (laughs) to see it's not the right answer okay i had one modelo yesterday okay um I I um, start asking a lot of questions. That's what I do. I rely on the people around me. I rely on the resources around me. I rely on my bosses. I rely on um, people outside of the industry, inside of the industry, just great leaders, other people that have walked through this um, and just get their insights. Um, I spent Friday morning with PJ Fleck at the University of Minnesota talking about some of these very things that are happening at this ball club. Um, so I'm on an information search to, to figure things out. I don't, it's not going to just happen by me shuffling cards and saying, here we go, let's deal them out. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be okay. Now, there's, there's a way out of this. I just can't, I can't figure it out yet. And I'm asking everybody around me to work hard and don't cut corners from a coaching standpoint. And so I rely on everybody that I know inside of my world um, and then come to the ballpark with a new intensity, with some new messaging, with some new thoughts about what we can do. Um, but when it's hard for me to step away from the game, and I can, I dedicate a lot of time to my family. 
and that that helps balance me out too. So, kind of gave you both sides both sides of the, the the coin there, but I think you're mostly referring to where do I go and who do I turn to? Trusted resources um, and people that have people that are in this fraternity. It's a very small fraternity, um, and not a lot of people know what I'm going through every single day. They do, so I'm gonna, I'm going to try and get some. Um, yeah, and and Tori obviously talked there about you know how I think how much the 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 the, the jokes about adult beverages are hilarious, especially that was the, the best part, especially the pause when he knows he's like that's not, not the right answer, the right yeah. answer. Uh, <laughs> and he doesn't want it. He doesn't, and, and you know, again, I mean, I, I I understand where he's coming from, and I think that's the one thing that makes us like Tori very much is he is a very honest person. He's very forthcoming and. You know, yeah, he probably had a couple of beers while kind of digesting how bad this has been. I mean, this has been rough. And the manager, you know, is ultimately responsible for the perform the performance of the team. I had some diehard content when I talked to Dory today about, you know, what he does to kind of get these guys motivated. And his comment kind of surprised me when he said, um, you know, if you're you need to be motivated at this level. This is probably the wrong sport for you, you know, or this is probably the wrong job for you because yeah, these guys don't really shouldn't need a manager to come in and, and get them motivated. Like we see coaches and managers do in movies. Managers in baseball are called that for a reason. They manage the game, they manage the roster, but these guys go out there. These guys are the ones that are, you know, are, are the the play, playing on the field. We blame them a lot, but we also have those moments where we turn around and stop and say, when do we hold the players who aren't performing well accountable? When do we say it's their fault? Like, especially when it comes to the bullpen, considering that nobody in this bullpen at times seems to be able to get the job done late. Even today, Miguel Castro's one run that he gave up was a very important run. And that was the one run that the bullpen allowed today. And that run ended up costing them the game. Uh, and we, we still haven't seen the Diamondbacks bullpen be able to come in and shut down really a game without having any kind of excitement. I feel like we can count on one hand how many times we've seen that. But um, Tori, you know, reaching out to resources, like you said, Jesse, and and some of his comments, I think, really do show how compelled he is with what is going on and how much of his, you know, how much of his time this is taking up. There are no offers for Tori Lavolo. He is trying to figure out a way to get this back on track. Yeah, I, it's pretty clear that he's just kind of trying everything, you know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know how many other buttons there are to press at right. this point. Diamondbacks right. have lost seven in a row. They're seven and twenty-three, I think, at this point in their last thirty games. They were fifty and thirty-four a month and a half ago, and now we're now we're here talking about a five hundred baseball team. It, it's it's wild. I mean, if I you could. Know, if some, if I could bottle Paul Seawald's optimism, I would sell it on our fucking website for more than any of the mother merchandise we're selling, Jesse, because uh, he is so calm and he is so like he talked today about how we've seen this before. I've been on teams before that were 10 games below 500 in June and came back. He's like, this team is a good team. I'm excited to be here. He just had that smile on his face and that positive attitude that you kind of need to have in a game in a game that has 162 games in it. And, and, you know, all the ups and downs that you experience as a major leaguer. Uh, it just, I, I don't know. I mean, as, as fans of this team, it feels like what we've seen 
last year it feels like what we saw in 2021 uh it feels like what we saw you know like just from this team repetitively and i understand that that like for a lot of people i feel like that's what is frustrating them so much about tory is is seeing the team at at some point every season go on one of these stretches where tory openly admits that he doesn't really have answers for what they're going through I mean, the Diamondbacks never actually lost seven games in a row last year. Their, their longest losing streak last year was six <laughs> somehow. Huh. Um, what? So, yeah. Jesse, you just yeah. made it worse. You just it, made it, this whole thing worse. That's so proud. Oh, God. There are, a lot of, there are a lot of different ways to be like a 500 baseball team, which is ultimately where we're at with the 2023 Arizona Diamondbacks. Most teams that are around 500 baseball teams – they get a little over 500. They go a little under 500. They kind of teeter totter the entire way. By the end of the season, you look up, you know, they're a perfect 81 and 81, something along those lines. This Diamondbacks team <laughs> took a very weird path Not to being a 500 baseball team where they sit right now, right? They were 50 at 34. They were, you know, they had the best record in the National League. They had a better record than the Braves, right? I believe it was at some point in the middle of May we were talking about a team that had the best record in the National League at that point. So it, it's 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 unprecedented. And, and I and I understand for fans that like th- this might be the the worst way to be a 500 yes. baseball yeah. team where yes. where your hopes, your expectations got so high, you know, to the point where you're talking about a team that's on pace to win 100 games after not an insignificant amount of baseball was played. And and now it's sort of like, all right, maybe you can kind of see it like, yeah, maybe this team wasn't really what a lot of people thought it was in those first couple months. They benefited a lot from the schedule that they played. Now things are, are kind of coming back into balance. You just have to hope that the rest of the way, right, that they're able to, you know, they are able to at least finish 500 or, or you know, maybe even a little bit better than that. They're still within striking distance of the playoffs as well. It's not like that door is is closed or anything, uh, despite how poorly they've played. So it's just a, a bizarre, bizarre season that the Diamondbacks have had so far. Um, Jesse, I'm going to let you go, but because you keep making me sad, uh, and that's the most that's the most reason I want to. I hate it here, man. I want to stop talking to you. But um, tonight's game, it was just. I would like to say it's a metaphor for the season, but it's not. It would be like a metaphor if they would have like had the lead and then blown it late. Uh, or something like that, or and then giving up 20 runs in the ninth inning. Uh, that's the only way that it would have felt like the way that this season has gone. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I think that we, I, I think, I think we have some episodes titled "Are the Diamondbacks the hottest team in baseball?" Uh, I think that there's a whole thing of us throwing shade at Jake for saying the Diamondbacks are going to win 75 games, which doesn't he look said, so he bad said, now. Uh, he said 73, which would All still, right. I mean, Vegas, I, 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 I think you're still, oh, you're still taking me over. Yeah, yeah, I do think, I, I think the Diamondbacks posted yeah. on Twitter or something. They have yeah. a, they have a Jake story alley. I think Jake's getting to wear the vest. To I think he's getting to try because they talk about on the show a decent amount about how small he would look in that vest. Maybe. And so I maybe, think he's finally getting to wear the vest. Maybe this is exactly what we need. Maybe we need maybe Jake, talking Jake. Maybe Jake is the key. Jake and the snakes. Jake to getting his snakes back because we play for rings in the desert. Uh, Jesse Friedman, 
Thank you so much for joining us and being at the ballpark. Of course, follow Jesse on Twitter at Jesse and Friedman. That's Stay hydrated. F R I E D M A N. Drink some water, goddammit. Kevin, uh, you know, is, is J Dog a thing? Can we start calling him J Dog? You can call him J Dog. <laughs> I can't call him J Dog. You wouldn't but. be the. I had a roommate at one point who mysterious. He's the only person in my life who's ever called me J Dog, and it just, <laughs> he just kind of pulled it out of nowhere one day. And it sort of stuck for him, but no one else. <laughs> Literally no one else. And that's so, funny. Uh, if you right. want to be that I'll guy, John, you, you go right ahead. Okay. <laughs> all right. See you later, J-Dog. We appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. Uh, Ryan says, remember when we were a wagon in the chat? No. I don't remember that at all. That I don't even think that was ago. a thing. Uh, yeah, we need... Ooh, uh, we need to get Jake down to the takeover. We will have him come by and say hi to everybody. Oh, he's... he's- Oh, excuse me. I think he's going to the game on Friday. I don't know if he's going to be All on right. Saturday as well. Uh, well, maybe we can bribe him with some OGs brands Ooh, to come stop maybe. by. Because, don't got those in New York. Yeah, they don't. And, of course, uh, he can get a great night's sleep with their Aquaberry mm-hmm. Sleep Gummies. But if you're stuck on what kind of gummies to get, OGs took the guesswork out of it for you. You can get their brand new mix bags, the fruits, the creams. Fruits include red apple, watermelon, peach. Creams include blackberries and cream. Orange cream is my my personal favorite. And peaches Same. and cream. Uh, they're all, they put all of these Hall of Famers in one place for you to use. And of course, with the way the Diamondbacks are playing right now, you need OGs to get over. Uh, forget a performance to forget. We have games to forget now with the way things are going right now. But make sure to check out the fruits and the creams in both a Sunny Sativa and a Mellow Indica blend. Uh, again, much like Petey, let Sean and I be your weed Sherpas. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions, ask us. We'll guide you in the right direction. DM me. My DMs are always open. That's right. Uh, we highly recommend you check out OGs online at ogsbrands.com or on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. Must be 21 years or older to purchase. Uh, if you want to join us for the game time, uh, game game time. If you want to join us for baseball games, uh, our takeover event is officially sold out. So we thank all of you for coming. Uh, but you can still buy your tickets at game time for that game on Saturday or for any baseball game you want to watch. Game time is the place for last minute ticket deals. And it's not just games, uh, concerts, shows, whatever you want to see. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. It's aesthetically pleasing. And of course, it gives you a great deal. Uh, and of course, for procrastinators, it's for people that have FOMO and don't want to miss out at the last minute. You can snag the tickets without the stress with game time. Download the app, create an account, and use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And of course, we want to give a shout out to one of our favorite uh, neon companies in existence. It's a company started by two friends and former college roommates. And they make officially licensed collegiate logo LED neon signs. Of course, we're talking about Saturday Neon. Whether you're a diehard fan of a team or a casual supporter, uh, you can get yourself some wonderful backgrounds, not only for your man cave, it can be for your uh, office, Zoom calls. If you have a show that you do, uh, if, you, if you're Mike Luke, <laughs> get yourself uh, a Saturday Neon. He's got one of those down there. We got one in our office. Uh, they're both for that school, which we don't acknowledge. Uh, Damon's probably going to say something about the culinary. The pride of the Big 12. Something about Tucson or some shit. But anyway, uh, you can get, uh, of course, a sign for Arizona. Also, Colorado, Alabama, Wisconsin, Auburn, and many others. They have 19 select schools, uh, and they're adding more every day. So make sure to check out Big schools only. SaturdayNeon.com. In Arizona. Use code PHNX for 10% off your order today. Free shipping for all orders over $200. 
We thank you guys for joining us tonight. You guys are the real MVPs. I'm stealing that from him and I'm giving it to you, but that's just because you guys hung out with us uh, after this disastrous if game. I didn't. Uh, if I wasn't doing the show, I would be in bed right now because that game probably would have made me cry myself to sleep. But uh, yeah. you guys are rad and we thank you so much for being here. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. This maniac next to me is at Sean underscore DePaz. The maniac behind the Mac is Damon and he is at Damon's dogs. That's Damon dog not da we are damon's dogs <laughs> but he is damon dog that's d-a-w-g of course our shows at phnx underscore dbacks but all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports on twitter instagram and facebook uh we thank you guys so much for joining <sighs> so us tonight uh we are both very sick of this shit and we hope you're sick of this shit too we can all be sick of this shit together it's fine but so uh we do appreciate you for stopping by we thank you for your time and remember kids baseball is fun no, it's but not. it's so much more fun when you don't get your hopes up only to get them broken again uh...